Welcome to the Another News Podcast at DailyNewsCollective.com. The Poor Man's Drudge Report, providing breaking news and the news from actual sources, research, and statistics. The establishment narrative doesn't want the average citizen to devour. For the first time since 1923, Republican leader Kevin McCarthy of California failed to get the support of the lower chamber's majority. Ten Republicans picked Arizona Representative Andy Biggs on the ballot, and nine voted for other candidates. McCarthy has the task of flipping 15 members if he wants to become the Speaker of the House. House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries received all 212 Democrat votes. But we were threatened by my committee uh, chairman to be on the Armed Services Committee, Mr. Rogers, that if we did not vote for Mr. McCarthy, we would be removed from committees. Our position is that if Kevin McCarthy is the Speaker of the House and we don't have an ability to ensure that there is uh, oomph behind the agenda and energy behind our oversight, that the committee assignments don't mean that much anyway. I'm not here to participate in some puppet show where we pass a bunch of messaging bills, send them to the Senate, watch them die, fail to use leverage, and don't hold the Biden administration accountable. I don't want to relive the Benghazi experience where it's just theater We're pretending back. to be oversight. Right, we can do better than that, and and that's our purpose today. Of course, as the smoke clears, what does this mean for the Republican Party? As former President Trump has now hinted that he'll hand grenade the 2024 presidential election for Republicans by running as a third-party candidate, according to Zero Hedge. Trump had shared an American Greatness article which suggests that establishment Republicans would do everything in their power to prevent Trump from winning, and that voters like the author of the article would rather vote for Trump on a third-party ticket, even if it means losing the election. Official word from the hospital in Cincinnati tonight, but the Buffalo Bills just put out a brief statement on Twitter that reads, DeMar Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest following a hit in our game versus the Bengals. His heartbeat was restored on the field, and he was transferred to the UC Medical Center for further testing and treatment. He is currently sedated and listed in critical condition. It says positive Here's what outcome. we know so far about the... Buffalo Bills safety, 24-year-old DeMar Hamlin, who collapsed last night on Monday Night Football. The game was suspended, and we know that no NFL player has died from on-field injury in over 50 years. When Hamlin collapsed, the team was noticeably upset. Didn't seem to be your average injury. After several minutes of the doctors reviving him on the field, he was carted off the field and taken to a local Cincinnati hospital. Hamlin is now on a ventilator. Many doctors are speculating that he suffered from an injury to his heart, which stopped his heart. Many others are looking at the COVID vaccine after 1,600 athletes have been injured or died on the field after the vaccines were mandated to professional sports. And the Gateway Pundit reports that Rasmussen poll shows that one in four Americans believe they know someone who died from the COVID vaccine. Nearly half of Americans think COVID-19 vaccines may be to blame for many unexplained deaths, and more than a quarter say someone they know could be among the victims, myself included. The Rasmussen Report's National Telephone and Online Survey found that 49% of American adults believe it is likely that side effects of COVID-19 vaccines have caused a significant number of unexplained deaths, including 28% who think it's very likely. On Thursday, Twitter will release their Fauci files as Dr. Fauci's week continues to go south. Meanwhile, on Friday, President Biden will mark the second anniversary of the January 6th 
2021 attack on the Capitol. He'll be hosting a ceremony in the East Room and deliver remarks about the insurrection. Meanwhile, Ray Epps' admission that he orchestrated the events and the fact that he is represented by a FBI veteran continues to go unnoticed by the mainstream media, as does General Mark Milley hiding new codes from President Trump. He also held secret calls with Chinese defense officials. Then he surrendered to the Taliban and armed them with $80 billion in U.S. weapons. 60 years ago, Milley would have been facing treason. Nowadays, they're looking for another medal to pin on his chest. General Milley, I can only conclude that your advice about staying in Afghanistan was rejected. I'm shocked to learn that your advice wasn't sought until August 25th on staying past the August 31 deadline. I understand that you're the principal military advisor, that you advise, you don't decide, the president decides. But if all this is true, General Milley, why haven't you resigned? Senator, as a senior military officer, um, resigning is a really serious thing. It's a political act if I'm resigning in protest. My job is to provide advice. My statutory responsibility is to provide legal advice or best military advice to the president. And that's my legal requirement. That's what the law is. And as the Biden administration ignores the American people, according to Zero Hedge, the money supply growth fell again in November, and this time it turned negative for the first time in 33 years. November's drop continues a steep downward trend from the unprecedented highs experienced during much of the past two years. During the 13 months between April 2020 and April 2021, money supply growth in the United States often climbed above 35% year over year, well above even the high levels experienced from 2009 to 2013 and it has now turned negative for the first time in 33 years. Also from Zero Hedge, Michael Burry, Scion Capital's Michael Burry, who was the subject of the movie The Big Short, said that while inflation has peaked, it's likely to pick up again in response to the coming stimulus, which will be unleashed to offset the painful 2023 recession. Burry tweeted, the U.S. in recession by any definition Fed will cut and government will stimulate, and we will have another inflation spike. People are still scratching their heads over why Glenn Maxwell is in jail and, and that none of the high-profile people that committed the trafficking are even known or have been brought in to be questioned. U.S. Virgin Islands Attorney General Denise George filed a lawsuit against J.P. Morgan Chase for alleging the bank profited from Epstein's sex trafficking scheme. She had said that J.P. Morgan was turning a blind eye to suspicious activity that occurred from Epstein's account. The governor, Albert Bryan Jr., then fired the Attorney General, Denise George, over the weekend as the Epstein cover-up continues. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, who can do no wrong to the left, on Thursday signed a controversial law expanding his government's authority to regulate media and journalists, according to the New York Times. According to a French member of the European Parliament, the best way to apply the regime's nationalistic policies, a.k.a. neo-Nazism, is to control the press, just like in the good old days of the Soviet Union, Mr. Zelensky knows it and is deepening censorship with some opposition in the Ukrainian parliament. 
Under this new law, which is 279 pages long, the president and the Ukrainian members of parliament will appoint members to a national television and radio broadcasting council. Under the council, members will be granted broad authority over Ukrainian journalists and media organizations. Among such powers offered to the council, according to the Kyiv Independent, would also include the ability to shut down news sites. Meanwhile, U.S. taxpayer dollars have sent billions to the corrupt nation of Ukraine as inflation spikes and the recession deepens in the United States. Well, that's going to do it for January the 3rd, 2023 on the In Other News podcast. You can find us at dailynewscollective.com, John Bound Politics on YouTube. For more podcast updates, just go to the podcast section at dailynewscollective.com. In Other News podcast, I'm John Bound.